Jeremiah chapter 8. Jeremiah 8 and verse 20 says, The harvest is past. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. Notice again, the harvest is past. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. I wonder this evening... Who could say that in their own heart if they're honest before God? That I'm not saved. If you were honest before God, even in your own heart as you sit here and maybe you've put a face on, even a religious face, I wonder how many could sit with honesty in their own heart this evening and admit to their own selves that they have never come to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And they would say, as I sit here right now in this house, I am not saved. Saved from what? Saved from my sin. Saved from mine iniquity. Saved from the transgression of God's law. You see, when this was written, the people had sinned grievously. And the enemy had come in like a flood. And the Lord, as it were, had taken a step back because they had turned away the Lord for years. There was a religious aspect in the place. There was a great temple in the place. There was sacrifice in the place. But it was not what God required because it became very religious. Friend, I want to let you know tonight, religion cannot save you. The Elam church you're sitting in right now, it cannot save you. The singer you have been listening to, she cannot save you. The man who you're listening to now, he cannot save you. Your godly grandparents cannot save you. Godly parents cannot save you. You must come to saving faith. You and Christ a personal experience with him. You must surrender your life to him. Repent at the foot of the old rugged cross which was sang about tonight. You must realize, I am a sinner. I am not saved from my sin. Only men and only women who are saved from their sin will be in God's heaven. Did you know that? Good people do not go to heaven. I notice that good people do not go to heaven. And it isn't bad people even that go to hell. Christ rejecting people go to hell. And those who have accepted Christ and who are following Christ will be in God's heaven. It's as simple as that. There are two types of people. There are the lost and there are the saved. Are you saved tonight? It says here, The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. A great reaping has taken place, and chaff has been taken away, and the wheat has been gathered up, and now God is going to use the wheat for his glory, and the chaff is cast away to be burned. The idea of a field, and the farmer goes in, and he reaps a harvest, and there's chaff, and it's blown away. Listen, friend, which would you be? Would you be... With a one who's blown away, as it were, disregarded and cast out, 
Or will you be gathered in with God's seed, God's harvest? The harvest has passed, the summer has ended, and we are not saved. Do you know the word harvest in your Bible, the King James Bible? Should be your Bible. But in your Bible, do you know that in your Bible, the word harvest is used 51 times in 51 verses? Did you know that? There's the literal harvest of harvests of barley and harvests of wheat and harvests of corn and different kinds of harvest. But 51 times the word harvest is used and it's also used, metaphorically speaking, as a harvest of souls, the harvest of men and of women. You know, if you're not saved, a great harvest is coming. There's a harvest coming to planet Earth and it could come at any time. It could be at any day, and it could be at any hour. We don't know when it would be, but we know that the time is approaching, that the time is at hand, and the harvest is only, as it were, around the corner. Notice this. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Just going to let the children make their way out. There was no crash because we weren't intending this, but we want to bring God's word. Bless the Lord. Let the children make their way out. The harvest is past. The summer is ended. And we are not saved. Brothers and sisters, here's a thing for us to remember. Friend, if you're not saved and you are not reconciled to God in Christ, I want you to take note of this. There's coming a time when a harvest on this earth is coming and those who are not saved will be found that they are gathered together as tares are gathered together and the Lord says they are burned. Now notice this. The harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. Do you know here they're saying it's too late for us. Time has flown. It's too late for us. Things have happened. It's come to pass. It's too late for us. This harvest has ended. The summer is past and we're not saved. What are we going to do? Friend, what would you do in that day if it was too late for you? What would you do on that day if the harvest had passed and the summer had ended as it were and you weren't saved? if Christ should return, or if Christ should call. Here is the utmost importance of people that they must be born again. They must be born of water and the Spirit. They must trust the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and Him alone as He died for them on Calvary's cross. Do you know the first time the word harvest is mentioned? It's in Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. And the Lord says to Noah, when he gets off the ark, notice what he says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. He says, while there's an earth, there's going to be seasons. While there's an earth, there's going to be cold, there's going to be heat. While there's an earth, there's going to be a harvest for those who are harvesting the land. And the idea is that while the earth remaineth for a period of time until he returns. For a period of time until Christ would call. 
for a period of time until Christ would speak your name. For a period of time until he would, as it were, break the clouds and there would be a great reaping and a great harvest. The earth remaineth gives the idea that you and I are now living in a time when there is soon to be an harvest of souls. And you may say, if Christ returns or calls and you're not saved, you're not ready, you're not born again, you're not forgiven of your sin, you can say, and you will be saying, as they have said in the book of Jeremiah chapter 8 and verse 2, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Here's a little telltale one for you in the book of Amos chapter 4. Amos chapter 4, the Lord speaks that he is going to come and men are going to see him in his harvest, but in his anger. And in the book of Amos, the Lord talks about how he has spoken to people, how he has blessed, how he has even allowed things to come into our lives that we might draw close to him that we might seek his face in the hard time, that we might seek his face when those dangerous times come, that we might seek his face when those illnesses come, that we will look to him and to him alone. And he says, I've stepped back and I've allowed things to come, that you in your waywardness, that you in your turning from me, that you in your sin would turn again and you would trust in me. Notice what he says here in Amos chapter 4, beginning to read, at verse 6. The Lord says, I have also given you cleanness of teeth in your cities. Now listen, that doesn't mean he sent down a lot of Colgate. Okay. The idea of cleanness of teeth is you have no food nor nothing to stain them. In other words, he's saying there's nothing can stain your teeth for nothing can go in your mouth. You see, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning, we're told. And every gift that we see, all these lovely flowers, you can see the fruit and the vegetables and all the things, is a gift from God. And he says, I have given you that. It's from me. He says, yet when famine has come, yet whenever, he says, the rains have stopped, Yet when the droughts have dried up the rivers, he says, yet, he says, I have given you cleanness of teeth in all your cities. Notice, want of bread in all your places. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. He says, I've tried with you. I've spoken to you. I've sent things forth into you. I've withheld the rain. I've withheld your bread. I've hoped that you'd turn to me. I've wanted you to look at me. Friend, in all of your problems, in all of your stresses, in all of your worries, in all of your fears or anxieties, and in all of your faults, uh, turn to the Lord with all your heart. Trust in Him. Lean not onto your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He shall direct your paths. God is speaking to you tonight. Did you hear that? Even brother, sister, the Lord is speaking his word over this congregation tonight. The Lord is speaking his word over this congregation tonight. The Lord is speaking his word into hearts tonight. He says, all things are from me. Your job is from him. Your riches is from him. Your money in the bank's from him. Your car you drive is from him. Your clothes in your back is from him. Your children are from him. 
Your families are from him. And he says, everything is from me. And I give freely because I love you. Yet you will not turn to me. Return unto me, saith the Lord. Yet you would not return. Yet you will not return to me. Notice what he says, verse 7. And also I have withholden the rain from you when there were yet three months to the harvest. Yet when there were three months to the harvest, and I cause it to rain upon one city, and I cause it not to rain upon another city, one piece was rained upon, and the piece whereon it rained, it rained not withered. And notice what he says, So two or three cities wandered onto one city to drink water, but they were not satisfied. Yet you have not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Know what he says? He says, I have rained here, and it hasn't rained there. Yet I've still upkept you. I've still been gracious to you. I've still caused your water fountains to go. I've still, even in your dry times, and your hard times, I've still sent things to you. I've still been good to you and compassionate and kind. He says, and other people are running from city to city to drink the water where it is, to eat the food where it is. He says, and yet you still won't turn to me in my love for you. Yet you still won't turn to me. He's holding out his arms. He's holding out his hands to a way saying, and again saying in a wayward people. And he said, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. He says, my love for you has never faded, has never ended, has never diminished. He says, yet you do not return unto me. Oh, great Britain, hear the word of the Lord tonight. That God has been good to us. God has been gracious to us. God has been kind to us. And yet they have turned away from the Lord. He says, there's four months to the harvest, I held the rain. There's four months to the harvest, and I've held the rain. Makes me think of when the Lord Jesus says, or three months, the Lord Jesus says, there's, yet there's four months, and you say, there's the harvest, he says, but the fields are already white on the harvest. He says, there's a, there's a harvest out there for people who are needing to hear the word of God. Turn with me if you have your Bible as well. Turn with me to the book of Revelation, please. Notice this as well. Chapter 14, verse 14 says, I think I read this this morning too. Chapter 14, verse 14. And I looked. And behold, a white cloud. And upon the cloud, one set like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand, notice a sharp sickle. And another angel come out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, thrust in the sickle and reap. For the time has come for thee to reap. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. Let that sink in. Sharp sickle. He says, thrust it in. And reap the harvest. It's time. What if that was right now? What if that was right now? I've called to them, yet you won't return to me. I've tried with them, yet they will not return unto me. I've even held rain, yet they won't return unto me. I have blessed them with my goodness, yet they will not return to me. What 
if we were at the time when he says, thrust in the sickle and reap for the earth is ripe for the harvest. Friend, where would you be? This is my last reading. Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Listen, you appreciate your attention and and it's not the parents' fault because there wasn't meant to be a word. I just had this and I felt I'm going to give this. I had this line, the first verse, that's all I had. And so this is what's coming out and I thought I need to bring this tonight. So it's not the parents' fault. There's usually a crash on. Matthew chapter 13. Let your eye run down to verse 24. The Lord Jesus is a speaker and says, Another powerful put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, does not thou sow good seed in thy field from whence hath it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while you gather up the tares, you eat up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. In the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Notice that. Two peoples here. Good seed. Planted his children, his people. Tares from bad seed. One is gathered up and burned in the fire. And another harvest is gathered up and brought into the barn of the Lord. Into God's kingdom. Do you notice that? He says it's time for a harvest. And they're saying, will we, will we, will we come now? Will we do it now, Lord? The angels are saying, will we go now? Is it time now? And Christ says in his grace and in his mercy and in his love, his compassion and his long suffering with men and women, he says over you tonight, I have given you time. I have called you. I have dealt with you. I have convicted you. I have spoken to you. And you have not returned. And I'm withholding. I'm long suffering. But one of these days, I'm going to send forth the reapers. Send forth my reapers. Are you for the fire or for the barn, friend? Are you for the fire or for the barn? Listen to what Jesus says in the same chapter. Verse 37, he's asked about this parable and he says, He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. Notice this, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be, notice, in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them that do iniquity, which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be a wailing and a gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. 
Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. In other words, when he comes, there's his children and the children of the wicked ones, those who have rejected Christ, who have not listened to his callings, and even in their sickness and even in their waywardness, they have not come to his voice and his calling or heeded his word. He says, you'll be gathered up and some will be bundled and burned in a fire, but the good children, the good seed of the kingdom, that is, the saved, will be gathered up and put into his barn. Oh, friend, tonight he says that this is coming at the end of the world. You just need to look around you. And you can see what's happening around our world. And you tell me, are we not coming close to the end? Then where are you with Christ? Don't you be like those and. Jeremiah chapter 8 and verse 20, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Are you saved? I, I, I didn't come to a harvest service to hear this. The Lord had you at this harvest service to hear this. Are you saved? If you don't know the Savior, why don't you speak to some of us?